we are taking it deeper in season two of the Integrateness podcast with Jason and Jolene. I'm Jason. I get to say it this time? You do. Yeah, you, you can say that this time. I'm Jolene. <laughs> and we're back for another episode, the next best episode. Well, have we word that before? Yeah, your next favorite. Your next favorite episode. Yeah, that's it. That's it. It's still early in the morning. We're actually now recording in mornings instead of afternoons. Yeah, we totally messed with our whole schedule here, guys, but we're uh, we're making it work. We're making it work. It's easier this way for us, schedule-wise, because as we're going to talk about in this episode, it is far too easy to overburden yourself with things to the point where you're not really taking care of yourself. And we're not talking about self-care. We're talking self-nourishment this week, because... Care is kind of a superficial word, as Jolene was saying before we hit the play button, right, Jolene? Yeah, nourishment takes it deeper. So if you go back to last season and look at our self-care episode, listen to that. We give you lots of ideas and we talk about the importance of it and stuff. But like when we're feeling truly depleted, we need nourishment. This is like if you were to look at the, the body, the physical body, there is a difference between being hungry and being nutritionally deficient. Yes, there and is. And I feel like energetically and psychologically and emotionally a lot of people hit these very depleted states that self-care ain't going to kick it. It's about deeper, more nourishing um, connections and activities to really regenerate that internal battery. Does that make sense? It does. It's so, so it's like when you're hungry and you eat like eight chocolate bars. Or you're, you're sort of filling a whole the bunch void, of mini eggs. Or a whole bunch of mini <laughs> eggs. And you're filling the void, but you're not really nourishing yourself with really good food. Yeah. I talk about that with my clients a lot, and I call it fast food. Yep. They're fast food connections, fast food activities, fast food um, relationships, whatever they look like. But, like, you know, if you're starving, the Twinkie at the gas station might do the kick. But the slow-cooked meal or the five-course meal that we wait for and we save for and we work towards and we sit down and we enjoy and we actually get to separate the tastes and the dishes we appreciate those so much more and they nourish us so much more than the twinkie and everyone wants a twinkie from time to time but the gourmet versions of the parts of our lives are really where the sweet spot is yeah now i'm hungry right yeah for, for, for a twinkie for or a five course whatever comes first <laughs> So this morning, like I had Pilates this morning. Uh, Jason usually does some yoga Wednesday mornings. I didn't this morning. I was working, working. Right. Right. This morning I'll do yin yoga tonight probably. And that to me is like the nourishing mm -hmm. kind, right? Because it's just the slow, slow, deep stretching, connecting with your body, being you're on the floor, grounding yourself. And that is like a self-nourishment thing I like to do at least once a week. And it's quiet for that hour, right? Yeah. You're just there and the instructor kind of just slowly talks you through things and it's dark and yeah. yeah. I love that you just referenced that because I just made some jokes about yin and yang this morning oh, with yeah? uh, Michael Haynes from Sapien uh, Integrative Wellness, I think he calls it, but he's an acupuncturist and he made a shirt that says, how's your nervous system? <laughs> and I was like, mine is uh, running off a of sympathetic steam calling in for para backup. So my parasympathetic <laughs> is needing to kick in here. Because that's what I was talking about, Jason. Like a lot of this um, over capacity, um, just too much from everywhere. And you're kind of just like running with it, right? So I made a joke that I would get my shirt made up like <laughs> double yin and tonic, please. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> or like instead of calm your tits, calm your yang. <laughs> That's awesome. Aren't those good? Those would be good shirts. Yeah, so. <laughs> right? So maybe we could make those up, right? That'd be awesome. Um, yeah, don't anybody think of that without referencing us here. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's kind of what we wanted to focus this episode on. So 
you know, over the summer, we both were introduced to like ways that we weren't tending to some of our nourishing activities. For me, it was Pilates because of my schedule with my kids. I've had my kids 100% of the time for quite a few months now. So there is this juggle between when I don't have them, I'm working. And when I do have them, I can't book anything. I can't book acupuncture. I can't book massage. I can't even book a hair appointment, right? Unless I'm asking my mom essentially is my only childcare. So um, I'm also careful not to burn her out because there's a lot of times I need her when my kids are sick and I still need to work and things like that. So I don't typically ask for help with the extras because I I recognize everyone's overextended in different areas um, and not for our reasons. It's as a result of somebody else's poor decisions. So that makes it really difficult um, when you are... Uh, not by choice overextended. And I think that's where I feel a lot of that push right now because it's stealing from other areas of my life. And that's where that like nutritional deficiency in my life feels like it's coming from. And I know that when I'm racing from one thing to the next and it's all flowing, it's all good. I'm cramming it all in there, but I don't feel the peace in between like I used to. And for example, coming over here after Pilates, I was thinking about all of the things I have scheduled and the, you know, like I've got this and then I've got another thing at 1230 and, you know, uh, what my day looked like. And then I was like, ah, shit, my blinker is out now <laughs> and I got to figure out when I'm going to duck into a store to quickly grab one. Right. So as I'm brainstorming all of this, I miss Jason, Jason street. And I had to like loop around the block and I was like, that is my sign that I am dysregulated, overextended, and I don't even get these calm pieces during my drives and that used to be my favorite part is just putting some tunes on and my transition piece between activities or locations or drop off or whatever was a really great recharge time for me and that kind of jumped my battery throughout a day does that make sense it does actually i got a funny thing i'm going to read you it's a quote because i know you you've mentioned like when you had the cabin that you would go to, that'd be your like hour and a half yes. reset. And I would have that too, actually, when we had the place at Little Shoe Schwab. If I was out there driving by myself, it was just my time. It was like that hour long, just reset. You were the only person in your head. Yeah. yeah. And I had a buddy of mine once coming out because I'd usually go out there with friends and we'd hang out for a weekend, right? And my buddy Mike would talk. And I know this relates kind of to your story. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, it's okay, man. But he was tired. He'd worked all night. I'm like, just go, go sleep. It's like, no, I want to keep you coming. He's like, dude, I have a wife and a five-year-old kid. I've got all the, an hour alone wouldn't, won't hurt me right now. So you can just, just have your nap and chill and we can have, both have fun later. So I want to read you this. Then you put him in the sleeper hold. <laughs> right? While driving. <laughs> um, saddest. This is from my um, anti-affirmation calendar my wife gets me every year. One who gets pleasure out of cruelty, such as the tone-deaf significant other who insists on caterwauling along to the car radio on long trips Will you sit cringing and numb in the passenger seat? <laughs> I love this. So the quick reference to Jason today on the day we're recording, it's actually his anniversary. So I felt like a total jerk uh, hijacking their kid-free anniversary here. <laughs> <laughs> but I love that his wife gets him in these hilarious calendars. So that's funny. That's like uh, I was just telling Jason about when uh, I do go out to the lake, my kids are all really quiet. We know the drill. There's a lot of chaos packing. And then we would drive this hour and 20 minutes. We had our groove, we had our playlist and everyone would just be in their own space. And then when we would bring my mom out, as lovely as it was to have her, my kind of rule was like, 
but you can't talk on the drive. And she's like, what? And she's like, you know, pretty lonely through the days. And her and I never get a chance to actually talk or connect because my kids hijack all of our time and she's grandma and I'm mom or we are swapping off because she's often my, my extra childcare. So we don't actually get time to talk. So for her talking and connection during that time is what she wants to do. And I'm like, this is my only moment of silence in my life. And at first she was like, oh, you weren't kidding. And I was like, no, like just don't talk. And I felt really bad. And I think her feelings were hurt too. But this is a perfect example of like when we're overextended and we're undernourished, it really negatively impacts those relationships and connections around us. And then those are typically ones that nourish us as well. And then that gets turned off. So normally I would have capacity to message some funny messages back to my friends, check in, you know, have a little group chat here. At the end of my day, often I don't even have capacity for that right now. So I feel like those connections are dropping and I'm not worried about the security of the friendships, but those used to be nourishing little kickstarts at the end of my day that I would laugh at or really enjoy hearing some of their stuff and I don't have capacity for that. And then I also have a long distance relationship I'm trying to tend to in those times too. And everyone is getting like a diluted, less present version of me. And those are all connections that help nourish me as well. So it's a bit of this chicken and egg piece, right? So yeah, so you you can't put out what you need to quite maintain all these nourishing relationships. Therefore, it's not coming back because you're not in contact as much or the same quality. And so everything's just kind of meh. Yes. Yeah. And then like for me, one of my main cognitions is like, I really like to do my best in the areas I'm in. And when I feel like something is preventing me from doing my best there, I get a lot of resentment and pushback. So when I'm overextended at work, it will, um, I don't feel like I'm doing as good of a job or with my kids, if I'm not able to be as present or there's literally too many things. And then I'm also trying to read with them at night or whatever it is between everything. I'm like, I'm not doing my best job here. It's not my quality of output that I would like. Right. Yeah. And then it's always looping around some of that. And of course, having flexibility and self-compassion and all of this. And often what I really want to stress is often there's not much you can do during periods of time that are like this. And I just keep telling myself, this is just a period of time. It won't always be like this. There have been larger chunks of breathing room, but right now, based on some pretty yucky circumstances, this is the way it looks right now. And you just need to keep swimming mm-hmm. keep swimming nemo right yeah yeah or or, you or know, dory whoever it was i don't it was know do- yeah just keep swimming yeah i think that was dory who said okay. that um, but yeah you just it's like you know and we talked about it before like in our boundaries episode right it's kind of you can put those boundaries up and say we can't do this is where the line in the sand is but sometimes life just just likes to fuck with you mm-hmm. and so you just got to kind of head down push through it or as my dad liked to say and that's why i've got it written on my screen there roll with the punches yeah which is a boxing term yeah totally you're still right? gonna get punched but just fucking roll through just it roll tuck through and it. roll tuck and roll <laughs> and it won't hurt as much and you just do that for as long as you can but in the in those moments in those periods of time that are like that try to find those moments even if it's like for five like medit- we talk about meditation the meditation mm-hmm. episode 10 minutes of meditation can be like hours of a nap yes and that's that's what i do is and that's what i've done almost every day now for six years i think is meditate 
every day, even if it's just five minutes. Mm -hmm. It's that moment that kind of just brings you that bit of peace. Totally is. And I was telling you last episode, I have not been able to tend to my meditation practice the same way. So many uh, rituals and pieces have gotten hijacked and shifted and adjusted. So um, yeah, those are all pieces. For you, what are the self-care things that you gained or lost over the summer here? Well, yoga I didn't get at all. Yeah. Like at all. Um, so you didn't get as much yin exercise, yep. but you were a whack load of yang. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just like hardcore heavy work all summer, right? Yeah. And even like the stuff, even though it's like work, like, um, like you know, my writing, um, that it is also in a way it's kind of nourishing. It's creatively nourishing, right? Mm -hmm. So it's work and it can be a real pain in the ass and it's hard. But when it's done, like I finished writing my fourth book the other day. Um, still need to edit it. Still need to do a lot of work on it. But I finished it. And that was a very fulfilling, nourishing feeling. Yeah. I wrote and I finished something that took me like 10 months to do. I love that. Right? So that's something as well. And then just little things like going for a walk. Yeah, I saw you and Jess going for yep. a walk we the other day. We go for day. walks together. Or Griffin and I'll go for a walk or I'll go by myself. Um, my moments outside by the fire pit with a scotch and a cigar. That's very scotch, nourishing. Scotch, 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 scotch. <laughs> Here it goes down, down into my belly. Um, so, but there's things like that. So even if it's not this grand just grand thing, like a, an hour long yoga class or whatever, or a half hour run, it's still something. Yeah. Right? I like that you said that about your book because I feel that way about work. If I have too much time off of work, like if I book a week off, which just started happening in the last couple of years of my life, I wouldn't normally take that much time off in a row. Um, but I feel less connected. I'm really connected um, energetically and spiritually when I'm at work and doing my work. So I feel very dull if I've been away from work for too long. Mm -hmm. um, so I do enjoy having work because I enjoy the one-to-one -one work. It's all the administrative stuff and juggling everything else around it that can make it a bit heavier at times. But I feel energized after my one-to-one -one work with clients and stuff. So I notice if I'm not working as much, there's that. And I really missed uh, recording our podcast. Yeah. I think there's so much content I want to share and I didn't have time and capacity. I'm not as active on my social media page because I, once things are asking so much of me, I got to pull back from other areas that that's the first one I pull back from all the time. And it's an easy one to pull back from. Yeah, because right? it's free content and I can't put energy where there isn't energy to give, right? Yep. So. I always let that page ebb and flow and I don't have any kind of uh, shame or disappointment attached to that. I've always put it out there with extra intentions, right? Um, but I do notice that even just getting back to this, you know, there was so much laughing lacking from my life at times because right? it was kind of one thing to the next to the next, <laughs> yep, right? Yep. So yeah, even just like like nourishing laughs. And that's where I say when I'm not able to engage in some of the social connections that I want. And this is where people get into stuff like they're invited out, but they're so tired. They just don't want to go. And I really encourage people like get to the exercise class, even though you're too tired, get to the friend's house for the hour have that FaceTime visit, whatever it is, because it will probably replenish you a certain degree. Um, and I, you know, perfect example, I woke up, like I, everyone here knows, I sleep like shit. One of these days I'll get it under control, right? But I just, you know, I've had kids in and around everything and then my own sleep hygiene sucks at times too. But I woke up with like a horrible headache this morning and of course it was my Pilates day mm -hmm. and I have been missing so much over the summer. I was glad to be back and I want to go three, four times a week again, right? So I was like, 
I'm going, guess who doesn't have a headache anymore? Exactly. Right? Like I was like, move your body. Because for me, I know when I'm sleeping, I was like sweating in my sleep last night. My dreams were crazy. I have a lot of uh, energetic stuff that happens in my sleep. I actually don't think I spend a lot of time in my bed at night. I feel like I am often in other places. So um, for me, it's really important to get that out of my body in the morning. If I wake up with aches and pains, it's because I process something in my sleep. And from an EMDR perspective, you know, uh, EMDR is very similar to when your eyes are moving back and Mm -hmm. forth in in your REM 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 sleep, sleep, right? So if I'm having active dreams, I know I'm processing. And when my body's feeling it the next day, go back and listen to our body episode, work it out. Like don't stay stagnant. And, And again, listen to your body. Don't work through pain. That's ridiculous. But I mean, I have a really sore neck and shoulder and it has been like that for weeks, but I'm like, I got to move that. That is an yep. expression of something. I got to get that out. Big, big time, big time. Um, and which is why exercise is so good. Self-nourishment. Yeah. Right. Even if it's walking, it's, it's, it's something it's movement. We're built to move. And we live in a society that just wants us to sit in front of a desk and a screen all the time. But now we stand. But now we stand. If the stand, and I found it's made a huge difference to how I feel. Yeah. Right? And the lack of aches and pains. And just being in alignment, right? When yep. you look at your energy and your spinal columns and stuff, like we're standing here in total alignment. Yep. Not yep. like slouched or yeah, anything totally. like that. No, no, yeah. it's work. It's true. So what do you all do to self-nourish? Leave that in the comments. Yeah. And and then how do you help nourish other people? So like I mentioned, you know, for my mom, she's hi mom, sorry. I see you. <laughs> I see you. But like, what do you what do I do? If I can give her some one to one conversation and actually have some check in with her instead of her always tending to me and my kids, right? Mm-hmm. Or like, what are you and Jess doing to help connect? You and your kids, what do you do to help connect, right? Um, you know, for me and my my boyfriend right now. Uh, we don't have time alone. I have my kids 100% of the time. So if if we can have like a night alone or a weekend, because we don't see each other very often at all, a couple mm-hmm. times a month, right? So that has gotten in, in, in the way of our connection and how we're able to connect of just like this version of me instead of mom version of me, because those are two different versions of me. I'm still Jolene, but I'm way less present when I have three kids I'm caring for. Oh yeah, and that could be a whole episode, the different yeah. versions of yourself, Yeah, right? And that's, totally. an, which is, we all are, different people at different times. Yeah. So what are you doing to nourish yourself? But also how are you nourishing the pieces around you that reciprocally nourish you back? Cause it's all a give and take. It is. Yeah, it is. That brings to a close this episode of the Integrateness podcast, but we've already set the stage for future episodes already just with these last two minutes of comments that we have (laughs) until next time. I'm Jason. I'm Jolene. We'll talk to you next week. Mm